0: Hello everybody, I'm Matt and I'm Jamie. We are Shade Tree Chefs. Awesome. What do we got this week, Matt? Well, uh, a couple weeks ago, if everyone remembers, we tried our hand at cold smoking some cheese. Yes. And we said uh, everything I had read said that you should let it kind of marinate, you know, kind of let those flavors... Um, let it sit for let a while. it sit for a good two weeks to kind of let it penetrate. Now I
1: know you sit in the past. You've made smoked cheese or you smoked some cheese before, but you had it the
0: day of. Yeah, we if we didn't eat it that day, it was the next day, and it was quite powerful, quite potent, pungent. Pungent is a good pungent. word, for and I'm going to use
1: that word uh, one or two more times. Yes, um, so we waited. So we waited.
0: So we waited one week. We waited one right? week. So, uh, yeah. So today my, today is Monday. And last week, what was it, Saturday? Saturday. Right? Yes. Saturday. There were some, uh, my wife's cousins, uh, Steve and Andy. They do listen. Thank you. Shout um, out. Shout, shout out. out. All right. We won't do that they're, again. They're from Illinois. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So they came up and that was all we heard was, we want to try this cheese. And I'm like, no. Uh, it, we have to let it do its thing it it has to yeah. rest at least two weeks yeah you said no i said no they're like no oh, i want to try it i want to try it mm, okay fine so this is this
1: is on you and we
0: told them that we're like this is on you and we tried it and we tried it all right so we tried the cheddar cheese yeah. um yep. one weekend uh the word you used beautifully was pungent pungent as heck pungent i i could eat a little bit of it
1: but it was strong it, it kind of reminded me of like digging through a, a smoldering campfire and finding a, a cold ember and just like, hmm. Right, eating uh, it. Other, me,
0: other It was like a cheddar cheese flavored uh, a cold cheese, ember. Cheese
1: flavored ember, yeah. Right. So <laughs> not recommended. I, I, I give it a 1 out of 10.
0: So we waited two weeks. Two weeks, one additional week. One, right? one more week, seven more days. Um, and we, we opened them all up. Now just to go, we'll, we'll go through them one by one. Sure. Right. So we had the cheddar. Cheddar. The cheddar I think calmed down quite a bit from last week. And I think the cheddar was the
1: most potent last week and I think
0: it's Well, that's the only one we tried last week. So
1: that's the still the most potent one. That that's, was still the most potent. Yeah. I, uh,
0: I, I would say two more weeks. Two more weeks just sitting there kind of letting that, that that smoke absorb into the cheese. Cause it was it was much better than it was last week. Now remind everyone how do we smoke it last? Yeah, so, um, yeah, in case you haven't been listening in, so I have a, we used a cold smoke tube uh, and apple pellets, mm-hmm. one that you would use in your pellet style grill. Mm-hmm. I used the King Ranch, uh, had it offset. It was a 30 some degree day, so the temperature stayed nice and low for us, so we did not melt that cheese. And we let it, um, we left it out there for, I want to say, three hours. Yep. Um, I let it get down to room temperature before we put it on, so we wouldn't kind of shock it, although I want to say the fridge and the outside air temp was probably about the same. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, it was It was a cold day. It was snowing. Yeah. I but... then vacuum sealed each one. Of course, the cheddar was opened up, and then I, I did not re-vacuum seal it. I just put it in a Ziploc bag Okay. and back into the fridge in what should be a vegetable or fruit drawer um became a cheese drawer dedicated cheese drawer it was a dedicated cheese drawer sure i mean in here in wisconsin why wouldn't you right yeah everyone likes cheese in wisconsin like, you, right? you think of wisconsin you think of cheese right so here we are so um the next one uh, we did swiss uh what did you think of the swiss I'm trying to remember the different flavor profiles as I ate them because we and, didn't we didn't separate them too well when we, we didn't no we, <laughs> we did cut them up I cut, I think, we cut them up we put them on a, on a plate and then yeah. we we grabbed them. we did nothing to cleanse our palate between. Now, I think that one was didn't take on the smoke flavor as much as the rest. the col- it took on a nice color, but the color was good. Color yeah. was good, but yeah, I think the Swiss just that that's a more powerful cheese, yeah, I, I think that um. that kind of still took over it was just that swiss Mm -hmm. flavor not really uh that smoke yep um mozzarella mozzarella the softest the softest cheese that we smoked i think that one was my favorite i think it took i think it took the smoke the best
1: yes yeah it it wasn't too powerful it wasn't too soft it wasn't like a regular you know you go to the store and get a brick of cheese it, but you had that
0: flavor it had the, the smoky flavor too. yeah well, not definitely not overbearing at all it was uh I, but i still say let it go a couple weeks yeah maybe uh and we i personally tried that third mm-hmm. i had tried um the the cheddar again the swiss and then i went to the mozzarella so that being the the first our favorite one right so far, I think shared, so. Shared agreement. Okay. I, I would agree. Second favorite for me was the pepper jack. Uh, which we have yet to get to. The fourth, which was the pepper jack. So now, now, my thought on the pepper jack, though, was almost that of the cheddar. Except uh, right when, when, when you would get that smoke flavor it would just kind of kick in, mm-hmm. we got the heat from the peppers. The, the mild pepper spice with the smoky flavor was a pretty good mixture. Yeah, I, I, there again, probably a couple more weeks just kind of resting to let everything kind of that, that smoke flavor to dig in and, and kind of mellow out. Yeah, so I think a month is our magical number on all these. I, I think so, too. I, I think the color-wise, um, when we looked at them, uh, like you go, you can go buy some smoked cheese. They got more of that smoke look to it. Yeah. Um, but given the flavor that we're kind of getting out of most of them, I, I would say the three-hour mark... I would do that again, except I'd seal them up for a month and then open them up, see what happened. Sure. So one month for all of them, do it again. And we'll, uh, we'll keep them. This, this stuff should stay good. Yeah, you, you know, seal them back up, right? I'll seal them back up. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I, I would... Uh, I, impatience, I would say, if anything, on this. I think a month of it just kind of relaxing. Impatience, especially with that one weaker. Let's... Let's not do that again. No, no, it definitely needs more in one week. So, <laughs> so for n- anybody who's who goes and, and says, you know what, that some smoking cheese cheese sounds like a good idea. You gotta give it time. Patience.
1: Patience. Put in make room in the fridge. Get a cheese drawer. You know, dedicate it and, yes. and say, This is mine. Cheese. Be patient. Yes. But all right. So this episode we're gonna talk about. Pork belly, pork belly, pork belly. Yes. And so, Matt, this is your cook. So I'll just I'll ask you all the questions about your cook with this. You know what? I'm I'm going to turn my notes off. Turn your notes off. Um, cool. Notes are off. I got my notes on my show notes here. All right. So,
0: pork belly. You went to the store. You said that's a good deal. Yeah. I want to do pork belly. Yeah. So uh, I mean, this goes back probably. At least two months now. Right around the time that we actually started the podcast, I we were at one of those big wholesale places, and I seen pork belly. It was at that point January, maybe the beginning of February. I I didn't get it. I said, "Just sit in my freezer. It's not quite prime grilling season." Yeah. And I let it. And le- do you I let it
1: sit? Yeah. And we still grill in the winter time, but do you really want to? I mean, no, I don't want to be sitting out there. You don't want to babysit something for 12 hours or eight hours or however long it takes for, we'll do it and we've done it, but it's
0: not ideal. It's not ideal. So yeah. So to, to kind of go on with that, then we went back a few weeks later and it shot up probably by about $20. We we we're talking about, you know, you could get a, a nice pork belly for 20, 22 bucks uh, we went back. It was only two or three three weeks later, and they were up to uh, above $40 uh, for a slab. Yikes. So um, that kind of turned me off to it. Yeah, that's one of those. I'll save that for later. Future yeah. me will buy that. We'll, future me will try me that. Future me will try that at yep. some point. We'll either just bite the bullet because I've seen it and now I want it, yep. or prices will come down. So you
1: saw it in the store. You said, today's the day. Today's a day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We know. went to the
0: store. It was like twenty-two dollars, I think. Is how six, much? Six pounds. Six I think. Pounds. Five okay. and a half, six pounds. So okay. I, I think it's a little bit smaller than what I had originally seen. But there again, it could have just been me wanting to to try it. That yeah. just said, decided to pull that trigger. Let's just do it. And um, well, the other factor was is the wife was paying for the groceries, so. So three cheers, three Three cheers cheers for life! It cost me nothing.
1: All right, awesome. So thank you you
0: for that. Yeah, free cooks are always good. All right, you found a recipe? Yeah, well, I I did a little bit of research. So, um, uh, like, I have Malcolm Reed's app, and obviously he's a a, a big uh, name in Malcolm Reed from How to Barbecue, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, I found him online. He's a really good resource. Really good. uh, From what I
0: think I can tell, he's good. uh, all around so everything i seen kind of really was talking about pork belly bites yep. Uh, or i'm sorry burnt ends okay. um so i just did as i do and i don't necessarily know what i want to do and i google it sure so I, I looked at several different recipes uh like malcolm reeds and most others i seen had you cube it up right away and and, and almost make those uh burnt end size pieces uh, put seasoning on it, put it on the smoker at a certain point, put it in, like, a barbecue sauce and whatnot. I I didn't want to do that. Okay. We just did poor man's burnt ends to come out two weeks later with uh, pork belly burnt ends. I, rich rich man's burnt ends. Or rich man's burnt ends, yeah. yes. Um, so I, I said, you know what, I, I want to treat this like I would a, a pork shoulder, another uh, big cut of meat. Uh, so the skin was already off of it. I, I didn't trim it at all. I mean, it is—it's essentially uncured bacon. Pork belly is uncured bacon. Yep. Um, so I, I used mustard as my binder. Okay. And then I just took uh, a pre-bought seasoning and uh, liberally seasoned all sides of the pork belly. What'd you use for seasoning? I do you remember? I, actually, I think it was Malcolm Reed's. Just sticking to it. His whole his hog one or. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't remember the name. There's some good ones from him.
1: Cool. So you use his barbecue, his <clears throat> kind of his recipe or his uh Yeah, I use, I
0: use his uh, I use his rub because I had it. Sure. Honestly, it. it could have been whatever else I had. I actually contemplated making my own, and then I woke up this morning, and I didn't want to go to the store. Right. You're like, well, today's a day, but I don't want to go yeah, to the store. Yeah, because I actually have a um, – and it's not mine. It's actually a – mixin' mixing uh, a rub – that uh, recipe in one of his cookbooks that I'll use on ribs, um, pulled pork. And I thought that would work well. I just didn't feel like actually doing it.
1: And I think you, we gained some tips or you gained some tips, hopefully from you've been telling me about this TV show on, I think, Netflix, um, I don't know the name yeah, of it. Yeah, it, was, uh, no,
0: it wasn't Netflix. It was like this,
1: I think it's Discovery Plus. One of the streaming services
0: where it's a barbecue competition, but I think yeah, Myron barbecue, Mixon. He's a judge on it. He's a judge on there. But so. if, you, if you watch it's Barbecue Pitmasters. And you watch the first season, they actually just follow Myron Mixon, uh, a bunch of others um, through their, the barbecue circuit. And then season two is when they actually start um, having a judge. Sure. But yeah, you pick up a lot of good things. Like we were watching it a couple weeks ago and we did the cheese and everything and you know, they were wrapping things. <coughs> putting aluminum foil, like, wow. Yeah. You you hadn't really seen that. Where for me that's kind of how I got into it
1: yeah and you had it on while we were smoking last time and i'm like oh i've never seen this before and we're just enthralled with the show
0: right and there's gonna be you know some of that stuff that we've seen even that day i think we're gonna try out uh in future cooks like some of the stuff they do at ribs um adding you know brown sugar stuff like that um you're right it's probably more competition would it taste good if you're gonna eat a whole rack i but it's, not, it's not fun sure. watching
1: the pros do it and see them get judged based upon what they do. So right. picking up tips and tricks. Yes. Definitely recommend that. So you decided to do something different. You wanted to do two different things,
0: right? You wanted to do cubed and? Yeah. So I, I, I decided I'm just going to put it on like and treat it like a pork, pork shoulder, okay. Um, which I could kind of see in some of these recipes called for it whole. Um so I season it all. Get the. I did a snake method. Right? I use my Weber 26. Man, what's the snake method? Snake method. So essentially, what you do is you take uh, charcoal briquettes. I don't think it would work with lump, just simply because of the inaccuracy of the different sizes. So you take a briquette, whatever brand embers or embers, embers. or <laughs> or Kingsford <laughs> or anything else out there that creates some sort of briquette. We don't talk about embers. Oh, but. But we, we did, can. But we can. Right. And then this is in a positive light. In a positive uh, so, light. So then you just stack them, right? Uh, so I, I ended up doing a two-by-two. Two. My goal was sitting, um, I wanted to to do this cook at about 300. Sure. Uh, which we can get into a little later. So I did two-by-two, two, so stack them. So I, really, I started at the end. That way, everything ahead of it was kind of standing upright and leaning on what it's going to ignite so you made a fuse so made a fuse right and then so two by two and then I, I took some wood chunks and two by two like two on the bottom two, two on, top. on the bottom two on the and top and you just did a, a semicircle right about a half circle on the about 26 a, About a half
1: circle around
0: the perimeter yes okay and then uh I, I got a charcoal chimney yep. I actually uh we're gonna release a video I, I take little little uh videos throughout the cook and kind of splice them together show you some of these different steps um so i took half chimney use a, a you know a lighter cube there's plenty of different brands out there this happened to be weber's i was yeah i was just at target the other day and i
1: saw tumbleweeds i think i talked about it already I've, i think i've used that that versus well. the the uh weber branded right. cubes like like some of them but are I think more the, the pricing on the, the tumbleweeds was a little bit more but I, I still want to buy them and try them out, so maybe next time.
0: Yeah, I've had some where it's more like a wood-based, um, and that worked out well, where like the Weber one is more of a wax-based, and when it's done, you still kind of have a little remnant sitting on, on your grate. Yeah. Um, so you let your chimney. So I did a half chimney for it. Now, it, from experience, what I have had is I don't, I, I don't put enough lit coals to start my chimney. So I'm like, I'm doing a half chimney. I'm going to use most of it, right? Yeah. We got to get that temp up initially. Right. So half chimney took about 15 minutes. Uh, I was trying to really pay attention to time. <laughs> no we right. really would talk about this. Right. So about 15 minutes. I used probably about three quarter of that basket. I took it and just stacked it before before my, my chimney started and then put some of it up again so I could start lighting it, start that fuse. Okay. And then I took a, a, a chunk of wood and put it so I had smoke right away. Used apple applewood okay I like the fruit woods um I've used cherry a little bit apples kind of it's kind of been my go-to I've used it once and I liked it and just kind of stuck with it sure um yeah I mean if, especially if you have it sitting around use it again keep right. using it. and it's good for pork so why not so I probably put more wood on than I, I needed um but part of my thought was also keeping my temperature yeah. Right. If 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 I kind of figure here's my fuse, right? Is being my snake, put a piece like uh, lengthwise, so it kind of continues that fuse, and then I'll leave a little space, put another one, and, and I just try to continue that. Um, and my thought on that is just more for that um, to keep that stability in that temperature. So you lit your chimney, you lit my chimney, your half chimney, my half you
1: chimney. Pour your coals yeah. at the start of the fuse
0: and yeah i mean I, I i put it on my 22 so the chimney was on there i dumped it right onto the grates of the 22 and just used some tongs to move them over just so i had full control of my placement okay and then did you put the grate or the cover back on right away and put the grate on put the cover on a, a piece of wood put the cover on No, this is on your weber and so my you, weber you have your bottom vents open wide open everything top vent top vent wide open. wide
1: open okay yeah, so I, I went and got the meat. That's well. That's the nice thing about the vents and using the snake method is having the vents wide open. You don't have to worry about burning through your fuel that much because it does burn. You know, left to right, right to left, or whatever. Right. Um, sequentially, so you don't have to worry about burning through too much fuel, and you can kind of control your temps, or bring it back down if you light too much too fast.
0: Right, and, so. and, and like I mentioned, my issue most of the time is not having enough to start. And, and today even, I, 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 I'd want to say I, I had the same issue. So I get the meat on. I pushed, I, I, I position the meat so it's away, f- so it's not directly over the coals. Um, and, and if you're cooking, yeah, I've done a couple of you know, pork shoulders on my 26 in a pan. And then I'll, I'll rotate them partway through as as my snake goes to try keeping it. Sometimes you run out of you don't have quite enough real estate where that meat's going to hang over. At a certain point, it's going to hang over your uh, your actual the fuel your fuel. Yeah. So yeah, you want to rotate that away from there. You don't
1: want to get burnt burnt portions of your meat. Right. Okay. So you did that. And <laughs> um, what else did you just set in forget? It, or is there something else?
0: I, well, I mean, I I kind of paid attention to it. Um, I, I was sitting at 250, um, which is a little lower than I wanted, 250 degrees Lower, or higher? It was a little lower. I, lower, I was really okay. hoping for like 300. Um, and then the only other thing I did was uh, 40 minutes into it, uh, lifted the cover. I took an apple juice and I melted a little butter, put it in a, a squirt bottle, and I just spritzed it. Okay. Awesome. Just to
1: keep it moist, right? Just to keep and it moist. To, yeah. Okay. And that's the same thing we do with like ribs and pork right. shoulder and any other cut of pork, basically. Yes. Makes sense. Cool. All right. So you did that. You'd have, have both. Did you, it's all one cut of meat, right? One cut point? of meat. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Positioning wise, the size of it, I, I it was pretty comfortable where it was. It wasn't over any of the coals. I did end up taking um, a digital thermometer that had multiple probes. Sure. And I had bought uh, a little attachment, so it, it just kind of clips into the grate and has a little hole, so you can actually slip your... The probe? Your probe through it, Okay, and and then you can monitor your temperature that way. That's awesome. Which... And it, you've you've given me
1: one or two of those, yes. too. Had, well, there was bought, a
0: nice pack of them. It was them. like a six-pack or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, that, those worked nice. I did notice an issue with that. Like I said, I was running about 250 um, for the first hour and a half, two hours, and then... I don't know, just enough coals got lit. Maybe that piece of wood in that area, it was burning a little hotter. Maybe I shot it. up to to about the 300 I was hoping for. Okay. Um, but here's where it became tricky. I, I did not move my probe, and the probe then was close to the fire. Gotcha. So, so I, <laughs> your
1: reading started to shoot up.
0: Right, simply because it was close to the fire. So you thought you were good. You are like, yeah, this is good. And, you know, and then you
1: go out there and you start seeing the temp yeah, 300 so, so I or just, more. I
0: just moved the... the 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 lid on my Weber to get that, uh, the thermometer in there offset on the opposite side. Okay. And then it was showing, it was showing lower. Like I said, 300, I wasn't no problem. I'm fine with 300. So you're still (laughs) basically low and slow. Yeah. Still awesome. Pretty low and slow. Uh, for like the first two hours, and that's
1: the beauty of of the the snake method or any other. You know, there's a Dominion method, but those methods are really nice if you are if you don't have a smoker and you're trying to get long times or long burns out of a what like a, a Weber grill or any other and circular it, grill.
0: Right, and if you if you set your snake up right, um, I mean you hold your temp. I mean you've done it. I've done it. You can set. Uh, you can set up that snake, and once you hit that temp, you can walk away. Yeah. I mean, they they hold their temps uh, very well. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I've done it many times before.
1: Um, I've also used a – I don't think you have it a slow and sear. I do not. That's uh, just basically – almost looks like a giant basket, like a Weber basket, which is really nice. We'll talk about that later. But all right, So you cooked it at, you know, about 300 degrees. Yeah, I, till for,
0: it, until what temp? uh to 165 okay so Uh, about like the the chicken or what yeah what what i what generally would be considered around your stall point yeah for pulled pork or whatnot and then i wrapped it i originally was going to use a aluminum pan and foil until i looked remember how i said i i was going to make my own rub but got lazy yeah uh i didn't have a big enough pan Oh. So, so what'd you use? I used, I actually had a, I have a big roll of butcher paper and okay. I think I only tried using it once. And, um, I think I kind of shied away from it because uh, how it holds all that moisture and then I unwrap it. And then I, I believe I, I took a nice bath down, down one of my legs. Yeah. Cause all the juices were caught up in there and you ended up <laughs> surprisingly it were... holds it pretty, pretty well, even though it is a paper based product. Your pants got all wet. Oh, yeah, man. that wasn't fun. No. Um, so I, I wrapped it. At this point, I put another thermometer in there. It's a Bluetooth. You know, there's like s- six channels. I, don't ask me the name sure. of the brand. fancy. So I have one on the grate, one in the meat, and then I just uh, walked away. Um, it's Bluetooth, so I was able to kind of still see the, where the meat was inside and uh, the temperature of the grill till 205 degrees. How long did it take? I want to say an additional hour and a half. It's not too bad. So the butcher paper or aluminum foil, if you have it,
1: whichever one you end up using, wrapping it will nicely hold the temperature or uh, make
0: the meat itself cook a little bit faster. And I was expecting that stall, right? You have a a brisket, which I've only tried once, um, or uh, your pork shoulder where you end up running into that stall at that 165. Yep. And uh, uh, so I, I was expecting it. It did happen. But it pu- it pushed through pretty quick. I mean, it's a, like I said, it's probably a six pound cut, but it's, it's pretty consistent. It was, it's definitely not as, as thick I of think, a cut.
1: I, th- I feel like on the street, I've heard people call like wrapping your meats the Texas crutch. Does that, have you heard that before? I've heard that also, yes. Okay, so I'm not going crazy, but yeah, the Texas crutch. But if you got to use it, use it. If your cook time is at five or your dinner time is at five o'clock, and you have guests over, and it's 3 o'clock or
0: 4 o'clock, and you're hitting your stall. Well, there's other benefits to wrapping it, whether it's, uh, and I actually looked at something, I is do I really want to take this meat, ratchet, and ratchet wrap it in butcher paper, and then have it just dry out on me? No. <clears throat> so everything I've seen was, you know, put, uh, lap, wrapping it with aluminum foil will kind of steam it or um, baste, uh, not baste it. Um, I can't think of the word. Mm-hmm. But you're keeping that moisture in. Yeah. You're really keeping that moisture in where um, uh, wrapping it in the butcher paper, it will keep a lot of that moisture in, but allows it, lets you to keep that bark that you may have developed. Where uh, if you use aluminum foil, you can lose that bark because of that additional moisture it holds in. Okay. So, butcher paper definitely holds its place or has its place
1: in barbecue.
0: Oh, definitely. Over, yeah. over aluminum foil. Right. And I okay. think it depends on the cook, what you want to do, or what you're comfortable with. Nice, nice. Most of the time, I like using an aluminum pan. That way, you just don't have a big mess underneath. Makes sense. Less cleanup. Awesome. So, done. 205. 205. You pull it. You, you let it sit for... I brought it inside. Um, I transferred it onto a cutting board. At this point, I said, I'm going to take about half of it. So, I took what was the thicker half, and... Um, cut it, and cubed it. I cut it, cubed it, and then put it in, in an aluminum pan with some barbecue sauce, some butter, some brown sugar. And um, going off of what I'd seen on, I believe I believe it was Malcolm Reed's recipe, he had yep. a little apple juice in it. So I, I put a splash in there. Apple juice is a, another one that we, we use for a lot of our pork. Especially pork. pork. Yeah. yeah, pork is, yeah. So they called for the temp then to jump up get it to like 350 so uh i, I kind of judged you know we're about four hours in at this point four four and a half hours my chimney still had a, a decent amount left i'd say i'm probably about three quarters of the way through okay so going
1: going back what was your total time from time you put the pork belly on the the grill to time you pulled it off at 205 i want to say four hours four hours i gonna say it was four hours that's not too bad. Four hours at 275,
0: right? medium, yeah, if we, if middle we average temperature. Out.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's that's doable.
0: That's something you can get done for dinner time. So, yeah, then it was uh, get the temp of the grill up to 350 and then put it on for about, I, I depending on the recipe, I've seen 15 minutes to 45 minutes. So at this point, I decided... Um, we're gonna go by look and and kind of taking a lesson from when we did the poor man's burnt ends yeah. of kind of seeing that moisture uh, evaporate and that that sauce really thicken and adhere to um, the meat okay so you split the difference at a half hour? Yeah per, well I, I had a little bit of a tough time getting the 350 so I, I said I really don't want to add more fuel So I took and I moved the unlit coals and I moved them onto the lit coals just trying to create more of a to get more coals lit and and to up help up that temperature yeah Uh, I did throw another piece of wood on it just to try to help it okay and I want to say I got I got over three I did not get to 350 I just kind of moved that tray over it It, I probably spent 40 minutes on it
1: now you almost run the risk of kind of
0: over smoking your food right if you keep adding wood to get your temperature I would imagine I mean, you know, some people say it, but I mean, my, my comeback to that is people with stick burners. Most of the time they're running their peach wood or, you know, apple wood the whole time. um, Minus wrapping the meat, but uh, like I I would think a mesquite or maybe a hickory, you know, uh, I, I, I think then you could, but with another hardwood, another hardwood with a, with a fruit wood, I think they come out a lot smoother. So I, I, I've never over smoked it that I no one's ever said I've over smoked yeah, it.
1: I just know there's there's people out there maybe who don't like that super smoky flavor, and again, it could be
0: you, but you don't want to have that really pungent again, right? Uh, flavor. Well, that, that you know, that was one thing I seen too. They said, Hey, there's a lot of fat on this pork belly, and uh, it's going to really soak up that smokiness, sure. I didn't notice it, yeah, no, that's awesome. So yeah, if you got to do it, if you got to do it, do it, add that wood to get your temps up. But Yeah, and it was in a sauce and everything, so I it, uh, I don't think we got any more smokiness out of it. Yeah, the sauce is a barrier, and the meat itself it starts off as being pretty porous,
1: and over time it kind of seals itself up a little bit, so you don't really take on too much more smoke, but no, that's a good call on, on putting more wood on there. So you got it done. you You took
0: care of it, you pulled it off, and then you, what? I know you made uh, burnt ends out of it, right? Right, made the burnt ends. Like I was just kind of describing. Put them with the barbecue sauce, about 40 minutes. Um, One thing I did do is, once I cut it off, is I put the other piece in a a pan, wrapped it in foil, and put it in a cooler with um, towels. Um, Okay. Yeah, bath towels. Yeah, not not the towels
1: with like your embroidered name on it from your no, wedding. No, some,
0: some like uh, beach towels that way to help uh, retain that heat. Because I'm sure the wife wouldn't be too thrilled to hear that you use used the good lawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, use the good yeah. the good uh, bathroom towels to, yeah, yeah. to help my, keep my meat warm. I,
1: I, I could just hear it, honey. Where's our towels? Uh, they're in the cooler. It's in the cooler with our dinner.
0: With our dinner, <laughs> right? So. um... As people, as, as you and I would know, uh, the plan today, uh, due to other circumstances, was we're gonna get together a little bit later in the day. So I cooked it. I, I put that in uh, the cooler, which is a great resting place. So big thing is, is hey, I'm gonna, I have to move it somewhere. My cut of meat, get a cooler, get some blankets or or towels, whatever that you don't really care about, um, you know, and put your meat in a pan. Wrap it in foil, put it in that cooler, wrap it with the towels, and it'll keep that temp for you for, I for mean, a few cu- hours. A couple
1: hours. That's an understatement, really. I mean, the cooler, like, you probably want to use, like, a cheaper cooler because that might pick up some sense or the, your, your meat le- might leak or, you know, what, whatnot, but pick up a cheap $30 cooler or something like that. It could even be, like, an igloo, like, one of those, um, uh, what's that material, that cheap? Yeah. Uh, uh, foam. Foam. styrofoam. Thank you. A styrofoam cooler, and just bring it with you to uh, an event. Say you're catering something, or you're going to a, to a friend's house, and okay, you cooked your food already. It's two o'clock, but the, the event doesn't start till five. What am I gonna do until then? Put it in a cooler, put some towels on it, not preferably not the ones from your wedding shower right. or your your wedding, and then yeah, bring it over. Maybe and-
0: maybe ask your significant other for the ones that she likes the least. Yeah. and use those
1: have her point out where they are what closet they're in because they probably moved since the last time you saw them right
0: and actually these uh, as, as i went to look for some towels um there weren't many <laughs> where we keep towels i, and I like, could just
1: <laughs> i could just see uh, you running around the house honey where where where's
0: the towels where's right like a, and where's the, oh, they're in a plastic bag in the basement you told me to get so i, I was the one that actually <laughs> said we don't need all these towels these ones are you know they have like um Kid cartoons on it, you know, stuff from when the the kids were were young and and whatnot. Yep, Yep. toss Uh, that out. I'm glad she kept them. Those are beautiful
1: barbecue dowels. Perfect. Awesome. So, yeah, we cooked. you cooked that up. You brought it over. Brought it over. You prepared a, a delicious meal for me, my family, your family. We enjoyed it. I think, personally, so, like, you brought both cuts. Yes. Personally, and I think others have said, including yourself, that the burnt ends, the way you made it, Turned out better overall yeah. than the, the slicing.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, here's what we deal with. It's bacon. it's uncured bacon. So there's yeah. a lot of fat content to it. Although the, the, that fat rendered beautifully, you know, I, I sliced it thinner, uh, almost like you would brisket, but there's, I mean, as we all know, bacon, there's more fat than meat. And that for me was, a, I mean, the flavor was good. And that didn't fully get rendered out, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, it was pretty melt in your mouth. It was, yeah. I mean, you're not going to get rid of the fat. No. But it's still, the fat content is high. It was. So, yeah, I would agree. The burnt ends were.
1: I wasn't, I'm not shaming that cut of meat. I would eat that every day of the week. But given the choice, yeah, I'd I'd do the the burnt ends. The
0: the only other thing I could think of is to uh, cook it to 165, which would be what is a safe temperature for pork and then maybe cut it up, you know, you got your smoke in it, and maybe try frying it in a pan. 145. 145. I, I think i seen 165 on some mm-hmm. website. So get it just to that, you know, that safe cook, that way you probably have your smoke in it, and then uh, maybe fry it up.
1: Yeah. Many ways to cook it, but, yeah, no, awesome job. Thank you for doing that, and uh, good story. I'm glad everything turned out. No mishaps.
0: No mishaps.
1: But so after we got done eating, the big topic of so today's uh, today's Monday Uh, in six days will be Mother's Day. And so we had our wives here, you know, eating with us. And I said, all right, instead of making something that I would want, because it's not Father's Day, it's Mother's Day. But
0: even on Father's Day, you have to cook something. But that, that day you get to cook what you want. Yeah, but you're having a good time and it's what you want. And they just, they're just there for the ride. They're just there. Well, yeah. let's, let's be fair. They had to remind us that this coming week was Mother's Day. Yeah. So I, I digged in my shelves. I, I brought out a couple uh, grilling
1: books, cookbooks, and I said, All right, here you go. Slapped it on their laps. And I said, What do you guys want for, for Mother's Day? And uh, it was all over the place. It's all over the place. We heard all kinds of stuff. Ultimately, we boiled it down to, what do we got here? Let me look at my list. We got two racks of baby back ribs, but you also have some beef ribs, I believe. I have some beef ribs. I think that we should. Uh, so bring your rib up. rack. We're going we're gonna to smoke some ribs. That's a classic. Um, we also got some chickens on the menu here. So I'll do. whole chickens? I'll do a spatchcock chicken. We'll talk about how that works. Um, spatchcock chickens on the, I'll probably use my 26-inch my grill. And uh, sides wise, we got uh, corn on the cob. Hopefully, I can find some good stuff. I mean, it's still kind of early in the season.
0: As long, the main thing is that you still have uh, the the husk. The husk, yeah. I don't. I I find it tougher without the husk.
1: Yeah, for sure. So that's our menu for next week. Um, We'll probably talk about it. We'll talk about it afterwards. But looking forward to that. Write us a message. Let us know what you're making for Mother's Day. Are you going to be the one cooking? Or are you guys going out to a brunch? Normally, it's easier just to go out there a brunch. And historically, I've found it easier just to go to a go to a, a brunch, you yeah. know, and what, make what,
0: reservations. But my real question is is this is now recorded. This is forever, right? Will the menu change before Sunday? When when we come and talk next next week about and we talk about our Mother's Day event. Will all of the items we mentioned be on it, or will it be completely different? We'll find out. Yeah, he's taking the safe route here. He's staying out of trouble with the misses. I'll I'll always try to stay out of trouble, especially for a recording. That's not going to go well. Yeah, it's kind of forever.
1: (laughs) Kind of forever. But, yeah, so, all right, today was pork belly.
0: Pork belly. Definitely do it it again.
1: It was awesome, and the smoked cheese. So, yeah, thanks for... (coughs) tuning in and I think that's about it so about it till next time I'm Jamie and I'm Matt we are Shade Shade Tree Tree Chefs. Chefs